Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. This is Ambrosia. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's going. It's definitely going. This is a, um, yeah, we are, what, in the first or second week of June. Lots is happening in the world. And uh, we're super happy that we are back with um, our beautiful friend, Divine Feminine Coach, Nike Oria who is here with us all month long talking about none other than the Divine Feminine. Hi, Nikki. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here again. (laughs) We're happy you're here too. You always bring bring the the sunshine. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Yeah, riding riding the waves, all the things. Mm-hmm. Riding the waves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it definitely, I, I feel like me personally, I'm definitely experiencing like the shifting of time right now. Like even within one day, I feel like it's many days and then another day will feel so, just go by so fast. I don't know. Are you guys experiencing that at all? Like weirdness of time? I'm experiencing when is today over? time. Are you having a bad day? No, it's actually a really good day, but it just is like long. It's just a long day. And I'm like, well, that's what I said. I'm done with Thursday yet. That's what I said. That's what I was was agreeing with you. Yeah, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. What about you, Nike? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stillness. Like Mm -hmm. everything just feels still kind of like Mm -hmm. things have stopped. Yeah. Um, Even my energy today is like very like still. (laughs) Which is a good thing. You know, yeah. 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 I was actually doing another interview earlier for Positive Head, and that concept came up again of um, how Arc Nine always calls humans the keepers of time, the timekeepers, keepers of time, and how that always was so kind of confusing to me until recently, where I'm like, Oh yeah, like we we are the perceivers of time. You know, like there is no time, but we are the perceivers of time, so we keep the time and so anyway. I don't know how that relates to the divine feminine at all, or if it does, but um just a thought. It actually does. Like so I was tapping in today and I wanted to talk about receiving and be able to receive. And I think receiving has a lot to do with our time. I either get, when I get clients, I either get, oh, I have trouble with receiving or I have trouble with my time hand in hand. You cannot have more time if you're not willing to receive that time. So Mm. it's interesting that we just, it just popped up and we started talking about it. Yeah. Perfect. Divinely planned, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> Perfect. Yeah, let's well, let's get into it. Let's get into receiving. What do we need to know about uh, the divine feminine and receiving? Yeah, so divine feminine is all about our intuition, right? When you associate femininity, you associate it with being intuitive, with the masculine, it's a little bit more reason. It's reasoning and being logical. Mm -hmm. And so our intuition has a lot to do with a lot of things in our lives. It has to do with our creativity. It has to do with us being able to receive. It has to do with us um, being able to lean into things that are different, that kind of uncomfortability. It has to do with us being inclusive, all these things. So intuition is something that a lot of people have. Um, and some people are really, really developed in it. And other people, they kind of question it a little bit more. And so when you get more comfortable with your divine femininity, that's when you can you embrace your intuition more. I actually have this. Um, so this is my favorite book ever. It's called The Woman's Book of Spirits um, by Soon Peyton Burrell. Um, and it's basically like these little prayers or affirmations about being a woman and the woman's spirit. And so I always just kind of pick a random page to read about. And so I wanted to share a page today, but I wasn't really sure which one. So I was just like, let me pick a random page. And it's called Inviting Intuition In, which we're talking about receiving and in order to really be embrace your intuition, you have to be willing to receive that intuition and receive the wisdom that you're looking for. So I'm going to read this from her. And there's also an affirmation at the end. So anyone who really resonates with this can listen, they can just bask in the wisdom and then say the affirmation at the end to claim it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should always claim things again, like receiving, like we're saying, okay, I'm receiving this wisdom and receiving whatever I need to hear right now. Mm -hmm. So just bask. Intuition is knowing what we know without knowing how we know it. Because intuition is perceiving and understanding without conscious reasoning, it is a shortcut to learning for us. It works so fast that our minds need time to figure out what our intuitive hearts know immediately. Because we live in a society that is so focused on the knowledge that comes from our heads, our task as we seek a stronger connection to spirit is to have the courage to trust the intuitive voice that whispers to us. As we learn to trust our intuition and invite it more fully in our awareness, it will breathe a sigh of relief and say, ah, oh, good. I've been waiting here in your heart to be recognized and relied on. The beauty of intuition is that it is smarter than any problem and comes from a much higher source than does opinion. Intuition is more grounded in ancient wisdom and its input comes from realms other than the conscious. Opinion is colored by many brushes, but intuition comes from the heart is untainted by outside influence. You regularly receive nudges from your heart. By listening, you invite the wisdom of intuition into your life. And this is the affirmation. I listen to my heart's whispers. 
my intuition is wise and trustworthy. Mm. I love that. That was so beautifully I, written and read. Wow. Oh, well, I didn't write it, but thank yeah. you for the voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm receiving that compliment. Yeah, you, <laughs> you did go. a great job reading it. But, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So I think uh, intuition has a lot to do with receiving. If we're not willing to receive our intuition, then it's harder for us to tap in and to use it in our everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think this really points out, like, going back to, you know, I, I know a lot of our audience, like, one of the common themes that comes up with with the people that listen to this podcast is, is that receiving, but in but more so maybe they're, they're thinking of it more so in terms of, like, receiving monetarily or receiving, you know, in these other ways, right? But it's, like, what continues to – I continue to be reminded of is like you can't just selectively not receive in one place and then receive mm-hmm. in another place. So this is why and and wondering if you can speak on this a little bit, um, Nike, about, you know, why it's so important to make sure that you're really open to receiving in all ways so that you can so that you can connect with your intuition. Yeah. Receiving is an energy, right? It's just like time's an energy, money's an energy. And so when you limit your ability to receive, it's a lack mentality. Mm. You're not going to be able to receive me if you're not willing to receive more criticisms in your business. It's just not going to work because you're putting a lack mentality. So of course it's going to be harder to retrieve that money. Um, The feminine is happiest when it's leaning back and receiving. And it's important to note the leaning back part. That means it's becoming easier. They're relying on their intuition. We're not overthinking things, overthinking opinions. We're just allowing things to come in and to just be. That's Mm -hmm. what intuition really is, like the basis of intuition. And so, yes, feminine energy is receiving, but it's also that key aspect of leaning back. Allowing yourself to receive doesn't just mean thinking about this is what I want. It also means allowing yourself to have that action of receiving. And it's harder to be receiving than to think, oh, I want to receive this. It's harder to be that stillness, kind of like that stillness we're feeling right now today. That's what receiving is, stillness to just allow things in. It's really hard for people to be still. Yeah. It's, it's interesting too. Sorry, just, just to talk about what you were just talking about, the like leaning back is I just saw this image in my head of like the, the, the modern day woman who's like she's doing everything but leaning back. She's the one that's like running around the house like, you know, trying to like serve everyone and make sure everyone's okay so that they can like lean back, you know, and, and like mm-hmm. so they can be comfortable. And so this new kind of phase we're moving into, um, you know, as women of like learning to do that and practice that and be okay with letting ourselves not – letting ourselves lean back and not be the one who's like taking care of everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because also sometimes leaning back can be perceived as being selfish. Exactly. A lot of people are afraid of being perceived as selfish. That's why they tend to overgive and they don't receive it back. Mm-hmm. However, if you're thinking something might be selfish, that's a testament that you're not a selfish person. The <laughs> fact that you even have that that thought of, oh, 
I might be selfish or I feel a little uncomfortable with this is an attestment to you're not selfish. It makes you feel uncomfortable because you're leaning back. You're allowing yourself this time and space. Totally. Mm. Powerful. Yeah. So when you feel like very like chronically tired or overwhelmed, or you kind of have like a, a lack of self-love you're feeling lonely or unsure of yourself. It's really just because you have a shortage of receiving energy in your life. You might be overgiving. We always like to talk, in the spiritual community, we always like to talk about cups, right? Mm -hmm. Like you should have your cup, it should be full. You don't want an empty cup. If you have an empty cup, then you can't give from that cup. Even within that, that's kind of a limiting belief. Why do we just have one cup? Why don't we have multiple cups? Yeah. I can have a cup for family and I can have a cup for friendships. I can have a cup for work. I can have a cup for my passions. And then I will be able to give when necessary without over giving from just one loathsome cup. Yeah. Love that. That makes sense. By the way, Mandy Ford on Facebook says, I needed to hear that. I have so much trouble with allowing myself to lean back like that. Yeah, because even if you think about leaning back, it's kind of scary. I kind of got an image of sometimes when you're in a movie theater and it's like one of those fancy movie theaters and the seat goes all the way back, (laughs) you kind of feel like you're falling and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But that's what it is. It's uncomfortable. It feels a little scary. You're kind of unsure. Mm-hmm. but that's why we should do it. When something feels uncomfortable, we have to explore that area. And then that's when things start to come easily and start to click and we start to expand, whether that's our money, our business and work, our passion. You need to lean back in order to expand. It's like leaning back that energy in order to let it flow outward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like instead of being contracted, like opening, basically. Mm-hmm. Are there any yeah. like physical symptoms in your body that would indicate um, the inability of leaning back or the in- inability of trusting or? I know usually if, if your right side feels kind of out of whack or it's sore, that means you're having a lot of trouble receiving. It's kind of like thinking if you're doing like a hand motion of like, this is my giving hand and this is my receiving hand. If you're doing too much giving but not receiving, this side feels out of whack. Mm. That's why in Kudalini yoga or Kudalini meditation, you have one side specifically for your feminine receiving and one side for your masculine. And you do, you work on both sides equally. Otherwise, it feels unbalanced. If you're having trouble with your balance, like just doing a simple balance exercise, and one side is leaning than the other, that's when you can feel that unbalance. Mm. And also, if your back is hurting, your chest is hurting, you're like crouching more, you're not having like a straight back, it could be a posture thing, but it could also be you're hiding and you're not allowing yourself to receive, whether that's attention or love, or receive self-care, you kind of feel depleted, and you're like, just crouched and into yourself without Mm -hmm. allowing things to come inward. 
Thank you. Yeah, those were some physical things I would say. Awesome. What's next? So I don't, I just feel such stillness because I think it's so perfect for like the act of receiving. I feel like we're (laughs) receiving a lot right now. Um, Oh yeah, we can be still. We can have a whole still podcast if that's what we want to do. <laughs> There's stillness. I'm just so in my, uh, I don't know, my whatever, <clears throat> where I'm like the, I'm the uh, the mover alonger. I- I'm, I'm like the one who like keeps things moving along. But, you know, I, I feel that too of like, like, uh, yeah, more, more space, like the need for mm-hmm. more space and more trust and more, yeah. Allowing whatever to arise. Totally. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's like the energy that we feel right now. It's okay to have time and space. It's almost like when people are afraid of quietness, they think it's a little bit awkward. But again, you're just allowing whatever to come through without opinions clouding your mind. You're just allowing things to happen just how they happen. And so, like, I really feel like we're really leaning into our femininity because, like you were saying, Alexa, the masculinity is like, okay, let's go. Time is money, which time is money. However, time is also money in the sense of allowing us that space to process it. So, yeah, this is going to be a very chill episode. I can really feel it. (laughs) I like that. Actually, can I share something that I kind of hit me this morning? I I think that's connected to all this. I, um... I, I've been, I, guys, I haven't been meditating like over the past year. Seriously, I have not been meditating. I've. You are not, out of the spiritual community. I know. Alexa. I've been. That <laughs> is it. And, um, but, you know, recently I've been getting the feeling of like, I want to meditate. I really want to make time for it. Even if it's just like five or 10 minutes, I just really want to sit down with myself. And um, I've been having a lot of like weird stomach things lately, like my just feel, feeling really dizzy, ungrounded, like things won't digest, like acid reef, like just weird stuff. And um, so I was meditating today and um, I felt like I was receiving, receiving this message that was like, it was like, look, dude, like you're so, this is why you you want to be up here all the time. You want to be in your head all the time because it, it's a way for you to run away from like what's really here for you, like what's really here and what's trying to talk to you and what's trying to bring you to, you know, maybe something that might feel painful for a second, but it's wanting to be felt. It's wanting to be heard. And it's like the deepest part of you. You know, last week, I think we talked about the womb space, right? And mm-hmm. and what I've been feeling is like all these issues that you've been, that I've been having in my body have kind of been stemming from that area. And so it was kind of this clicking of like, yeah, you want to drink your coffee and run, 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 because that way you never really have to go down there. You never really have to acknowledge what's what's in your root and what's in your sacral and what's what's in your womb space and wants to be under like heard and felt and healed. And I can feel how like me starting to meditate is really like when I even just give myself five minutes, I can feel like I come down. I come down and it feels good because I'm not so airy and up here. And so, um, so yeah, it just, 
it just is illuminating to me the way that uh, at least I can speak for myself. I, I really like to be very, very busy because I can run e- more easily mm-hmm. and be justified in that. You know. Yeah, and I'm the same way. And I think um, I definitely had a problem with that before, right? Like I like to stay busy all day until I have to go to sleep and then do the whole thing over again. And I had to learn that even for me, allocating the busy times of my day and then giving myself consistent space to be still is really important. So Mm -hmm. I do a lot of things in the morning. A lot of my schedule is packed in the morning, but even right before bed, I take time to be still because it's really helps me for the, to prepare for the next day and to process things that had happened that day mm-hmm. instead of letting it like build up. Um, so nighttime is really great for that. It's kind of like even in your body, if you notice with the chakras, a lot of the chakras, like the root, the sacral, solar plex, that's, or I said solar plex, that's not it. Solar plexus, plexus. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's working more in your shadow. which is really hard for people to get in touch with their shadow. It's all the uncomfortable things that you don't want to think about and you (laughs) don't want to touch upon. And so we tend to stay up here with the airy light things that like light and love. And then our shadow is like, girl, you need to work on everything (laughs) down here as well. (laughs) It's almost like guys and they're like, like legless leg days at the gym they don't like leg days even though they have to work down there as well and they want everything up here it's like everything that's down is dense and it's harder for us to really tap in Mm -hmm. and that could be the same for our days and if we don't allow our days to like dwindle down and we give our time time process to process and to tap into even our intuition at the end of the day then the next day we feel depleted because mm-hmm. you're not giving your time that time and space. You're not telling yourself, hey, I am worthy enough to tap into my intuition or to tap into being able to receive in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I our masculine. Like to me. I'm sure oh. a lot of people listening feel like this is a message for me right now because it probably is. So keep going. I interrupted you. No, yeah, but yeah, a lot of people feel that way. I felt that way for the longest time. And that's how our masculine is. And it's not that our masculine is bad. Like our masculine, we have masculine qualities that are great. That's why it's great to develop our femininity to help work with the masculine. Because sometimes the masculine, busy, 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 it's running, running, running. It tends to run over the feminine, not necessarily on purpose, more so because that's our normalcy Mm. because in the society that we live in it's very masculine and so we are used to putting the masculine ahead of the feminine we're used to putting those qualities and traits ahead of the feminine we're used to putting our logic and reasoning in our headspace above our intuition and our heart space Mm. because this is what we're used to there's nothing it's no one's fault but that's why we have to do the work and tapping to our heart space and tapping to our intuition and tapping to our feminine space and allowing our femininity to come out and also to value it, to tell it that is worthy, it is valued, 
and we love the wisdom that stems from it. Our feminine oftentimes represents us as human beings. If we don't feel like we're valued or we're worthy, then that's going to manifest in different ways in our lives. If we don't feel like we are able to receive love, money, time, then it's not going to happen because we don't even believe it ourselves. How is the universe or other things or other people going to believe that we're worthy of receiving if we don't believe we're worthy of receiving? Yeah. So it's a skill. It's a skill. It's a skill that you have to work on. It doesn't come naturally. It's something that you have to be intentional about. But once you're intentional about it, you can practice it every single day that it just becomes unconscious just like our masculine side a lot of the qualities that we have are unconscious it's just making those feminine qualities unconscious too so they can just provide a beautiful integration and co-creation to just make our lives easier in the everyday could you talk about a little bit um this just popped into my head like because even the most subtle form of receiving you know like you you just received earlier in this conversation the compliment I was like oh that was really nice reading and you were like thank you I will receive that but you know I think it's very 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 common at least right now for especially women to you know we kind of feel like oh stop or like any sort of compliment that comes our way it's kind of like it's it's very natural for us to push it away or say like, well, no, I like yours or, you know, kind of, it, it's hard for us to receive compliments. And I think that is like one of the most basic forms of receiving. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. One of my favorite activities to do in my courses or coaching is a love bubble where you're just showering one person with compliments for two minutes or sometimes more, but usually two minutes. And you see people are like squirming and uncomfortable, even though people are saying really nice things to them. Yeah. And our inability to receive compliments is very tied to our inability to receive other things. We tend to deflect it or we automatically feel guilty that we we need to pay it back. And so that's again, the overgiving okay, I received something, now I have to receive it back. Well, then, babe, you you completely negated the thing that you received, and now you're at zero again. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay to receive something and not have to give it back, especially when you're giving a compliment back. If it's not authentic, then you just wasted that energy as well, because just because you want to give back. And so, like, now you negated something for yourself, and then the energy you put out wasn't even authentic. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you know where I feel that actually a lot is in my exchanges with people. I mean, do you ever notice that when you – just when you're saying hi to people, it's like, hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Like, it, yes. I feel – All the time. It drains me because I'm like, yeah. nobody – we don't even care. Like, nobody – I don't care. That person doesn't care. They don't really care how I am. I don't really care how they are. I mean, on a larger level, I do. But in that moment, I don't want to hear their whole life story. They don't want to hear mine. What would be more appropriate is to just be like, hi, or like, have a good day or something like that. But we, I don't know why that exchange always happens. And it makes me feel like very inauthentic all the time. Mm. Well, also Taurus's yeah, it's habit. And Tauruses hate small talk. Um, (laughs) I know you're a Taurus. I'm a Taurus too. I hate exchanges like that too. Um, 
you do it out of habit, but also it's also tapping into your listening. I always say how I authentically feel if someone asks me that question. Mm. Sometimes I'm at the grocery store at Trader Joe's and someone asks me that and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that great. And they're like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> That's my response. What's going on? Someone's like, oh, I'm having a tough day. I'm like, oh. Uh, it's like a computer glitch, like yeah. not programmed for this. We yeah. don't know what to do. What are you doing? But you were listening and then something went off where you're like, oh, okay. They're authentically saying how they're feeling. They're not just saying, oh, good. Okay. Sometimes you do feel good or you feel okay. Um, but even those instances, you're shifting the energy of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You're saying, okay, I'm going to shift this energy and because they're asking me how I'm doing, I'm going to receive that inquiry of care, right? Right. Typically you ask that question if you care, even though people don't necessarily care when they ask it, but you're still gonna receive it. They gave it out, so you're gonna receive it and you're gonna say how you feel. And then they could do whatever they want with that exchange, but still you're acknowledging, okay, someone asked how I am, I'm gonna tell them how I am. That's already receiving that tidbit of care. Because it still becomes authentic to the response back. Oh, you're not okay? What's what's wrong? Yeah. You instantly shifted the energy of maybe it wasn't authentic in the beginning, but because you were authentic yeah. back, they became authentic. Mm-hmm. Unless they don't, then they're just mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool to think about too, because it's kind of like snapping someone out of like the dream, you know, like or the pro, just the program, program you know, like yeah. like we do that because we're programmed to do that. It's just like, hey, mm-hmm. how are you? Ask you know, ask people how they are. Um, and like you said, it, we do care. We have hearts, but it's just we're in the program. And it, like you said, it's so cool how you can. It's almost like you're bringing someone into presence when you shift. Um, when you disrupt the program and you shift the energy, then you make someone be very present all of a sudden. And that's Mm -hmm. what we need more of presence. Cool. What's interesting is I've had a few jobs where you're not allowed to ask how the person is doing. Like what job? um, Well, okay. So for example, the one I'm thinking of is when I worked at the chiropractic office, a lot of the times people come in in pain. Mm. So and you're in a group of people, like all the patients are together. So if you're like, how are you? And they're like, I'm in so much pain. Then someone who has just come in for the first time is like, is this doctor like knows what he's doing? Like what's happening? Mm. And then you could set up another rant or something. But he preferred you not asking how patients like, how are you doing? And it was the hardest habit to break. <laughs> and then you would see new people that are like, hi, and yeah. they just walk away because they're like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to avoid the whole conversation. <laughs> and it's really interesting. Yeah, because it's so ingrained, mm-hmm. so ingrained in our systems, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I guess it's just being polite. But yeah. then it's been so ingrained that we just forget the purpose of it in the first place. Yeah. And I think there, we, I think it could be as simple as like shifting the way we say it. We could also say like, nice to see you. That's not a question. That's just, a, that's a genuine like, hey, it's nice to see you. Because that's what I mean when I say, how are you? I'm saying like, hey, nice good to see you, you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that feels more authentic to me because I'm not expecting or waiting for some sort of response. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. It's also 
It might be a cultural thing, um, especially being in America. I spent my summers in France growing up. So we did La Bise, which is like the kiss kiss, very European. Uh, There's no words. You're just like, hi, you're receiving kissing, which is love. That sounds kind of weird, but (laughs) kissing, which is love. Um, And it's very quick, but it's pretty authentic because it's just a motion of kiss kiss. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't like someone then you're not doing the bees so you'll, <laughs> really? you'll know oh, wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny that's cute that's an awkward encounter I bet okay <laughs> um Sid Sid commented and said we totally ask how are you doing feeling but we don't really want to know or know how to handle or hold space for real emotions Your, you mm. ladies are beautiful Jeez. aww Thank you. We're Thank receiving you. that compliment. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Sid. <laughs> awesome. What are some other ways that people can practice receiving or maybe that they don't even know they're, um, they're not receiving right now? Ooh, good question, mm-hmm. Alexa. So you may not know you're receiving if there's not one time in your day, it, whether it's like two to five minutes, or more, ideally more, to just yourself. Mm. By yourself, doing whatever you want, regardless of anyone else, which can be typically tough, especially if you have a family or you have a lot of people who rely on you or you just are busy in general. But giving time to yourself and actually actively receiving it by sitting down or doing whatever and having that time to yourself if you don't have that in your life, you're not receiving. Hmm. Mm. Because you could do that in so many different ways. It could be in the morning when you're having a cup of tea to yourself, by yourself. It could be that 30 minutes that you take to work out. If you don't have any of that in your daily life, ding, 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 you're having a tough time receiving. Mm Hmm. So that's one way to look holistically if you're if there's a tough way to receive. The compliment thing too, if you're like deflecting compliments, if you're giving out a compliment for every compliment you give, yeah. you're not receiving. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to just like get a compliment and say thank you and not have to give one back. Again, this like the authenticity of your compliment then you're probably having a tough time receiving. Even if it's, if you notice if it's automatic, like you automatically are giving back a compliment or you're not saying thank you, you're having a tough time receiving. Yeah. Like taking it in, letting it mm-hmm. in. Like just letting it settle in. Mm-hmm. If you have a tough time letting go of things, material or metaphysical, whichever, you have a tough time receiving because you are in this mindset of if I let this go, I don't know if I'm going to get something back. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like clogging energy mm-hmm. or hoarding energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, those are a couple of ways to like really connect easily to see if you are tapped into your receiving or not. Yeah, Maria says, I know some people practice not saying anything, not even thank you, and they just let it in. Interesting. 
Yeah. Like letting in like the compliment. But it's like knowing what they, but it's like knowing what they're doing. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, at our retreats, our first couple of retreats, we, we used to do this exercise where um, you had to like partner up and you had to one at a time take turns telling the other person something very genuine that you love and you see about them. And that, and like we would like very specifically coach them on this. And it's like, this is not supposed to be like ping pong. This is like mm-hmm. you sit there, take it in, wait like five to 10 seconds before you then can tell them something and start this process over. And at the end, what we would do is um, we would we would have them go back, like each tell each other something, like five different things. And then at the end, most of the time, everyone would be sobbing. And then we would have them look in a mirror and um, look at how different they looked. Like look at how beautiful they looked because – Truly, when you let compliments in, when you let when you let love land on you, it makes you feel beautiful. Like mm-hmm. love shines out of you. And we, uh, we made them look at themselves before the exercise and then after the exercise to yeah. see the difference in their physical appearance, to see if they noticed a change. Yeah, because that's it's such a shift. And even with that exercise, it's such a small thing. Mm-hmm. Like that probably happened within 30 minutes. Yep. And they probably saw such a huge shift. Yeah. So imagine if you do that in your everyday, how yes. things start to shift, how you start to shift, yeah. how the way you perceive things start to shift. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are some things that people can do, like the receiving compliments? Now you guys all have that homework. You can uh-huh. start practicing <laughs> receiving. What else can some people, what else can people do to start practicing receiving more in their everyday lives? I have a mantra that I used to say every day for a year. 2018, I used to say this every morning for a whole year. Oh, I like this. Get your pens ready, guys. Which, <laughs> you can always shift it as well, but I am willing to receive And then I would shift it for different things that, A, I was either having trouble receiving or B, that I saw consistently in my life. Hmm. So I am able to receive love. Hmm. I am able to receive more money. I am able to receive a home-cooked meal. Hmm. Because at the time, my mom wasn't cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Then... Even me doing that for six months, my mom started cooking more and I started cooking with her. So it created this whole connection and collaboration that I had no idea or inkling that I valued. But when it happened, I was like, oh, this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It was just taking that first step of being clear of what you want to receive and then allowing it to happen in any form. Different things we put out can come back to us in different ways. I'm just happy receiving love. So whether that is someone telling me, I love you, or my sister baking me a cake and just like putting it in front of me, (laughs) I'll take both as love. Like Mm -hmm. that shows that someone genuinely cares about me, that they're willing to say it or they're willing to do something for me. So me intentionally saying I'm willing to receive 
this shows that energy is going to shift. Then step two is shifting. Okay, I was willing to receive. Now I'm just going to receive. That's it. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm receiving this. I'm receiving that. I was willing. Now I know I can receive. Huge. Another tip with money that I like to do is if I'm paying something and I'm paying a tip, especially, I'm going to say, I'm going to pay this tip. I like to do 20% or more and I'm going to receive it back. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back to me. That's why I'm so able to just give it because I know I'm going to receive it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that energy exchange is going to happen. Yeah, I love that. I do that a lot too. I like really, I almost like to think of like with tipping, I like to think, I imagine the person because usually I don't like I don't know it's like an online order or something like that and I don't like see the person that it's going mm-hmm. to but I really like to imagine them and I kind of like to imagine them as me you know and like how that would feel like to receive that and so I'm like I want to give that to me I want to give that to them because they are me and I am them and I'll be them in another instance you know and to imagine them receiving that and feeling good it, it's it, totally I love that one. Yeah, and then receiving that is even tapping into the empathy that you feel for the other person because you see them as you. You empathize with them to like, no, yeah, they're going to enjoy this. It's going to make them feel good. If it was me, it would make me feel good. This is a connection that we both have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, powerful. I love affirmations too. I think affirmations are some, I mean, God, they're just so powerful. Like it's so mm-hmm. powerful. Like, you know, because you, you don't realize, I think until you start doing this work and start paying attention that like you have other thoughts that are running in your head all day long that might be telling you the opposite of those affirmations, you know, and mm-hmm. they're just programmed. They're just things you picked up along the way. And so, you know, those, the affirmations you shared, Nike, are just so powerful. If you're listening to this and you really, and you need to work on your receiving, really start playing around with that. Like put it on your phone, put it on your mirror, put it somewhere you're going to see it all the time. So it's like in your reality and start to watch how your reality shifts. Like Mm -hmm. truly awesome. (sighs) Anything else that people should know about receiving? Before we start to wind down. Receiving is passion. It's passive. Mm-hmm. You could just allow it to come. Yes, it's important to be intentional. But you should not feel depleted in your act of receiving. And I think that's one of the most important things to note. That's why it's really into the feminine and not the masculine, because masculine is more about action. The feminine is more about passive. So regardless of gender, gender identity, we all have this hub of receiving Mm -hmm. within us, and we just have to allow it to open up. So you know how to receive. It's just expanding that wisdom and knowledge around your receiving or your ability to receive. And you're going to do great. You're going to do perfect. I know it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. It's like uh, being more in the state of allowing, practicing allowing. 
rather than force. This has been coming mm-hmm. up a lot today. I'm just realizing in a lot of my conversations, flow versus force. Flow versus force. Beautiful. That's a message for you then. It is. It really is. Um, Nike, thank you so much for coming on. Will you, will you once again, and we're excited to have you back, you know, um, for the rest of the Fridays in this month to dive into this topic even more. Will you tell people who are listening how they can work with you, what you do, what else you work on, how they can be in their, be in your world, all the things. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. So I do mostly divine feminine coaching, which is uh, awakening our femininity, but also integrating with our masculine. So even though it's just divine feminine, we work with the masculine as well. I'm all about balance and inclusivity. You can connect with me on Facebook. It's just Nike Aurea, N-I-K-E. And then Aurea is A-U-R-E-A. If you, if I'm speaking your language and you want to work individually with me, I'm saying do it now. I just feel the energy is prime for this. That stillness that we're feeling is the active time to receive. You can book with me on my website, www.nikeaurea.com, Nike Aurea. And I'm actually, I just launched a course, which is Divine Integration, integrating our femininity with our masculinity it launches july 1st there's more information on my facebook and also on my website so if you're interested there are limited spots you grab a spot and join us for four weeks of just completely and utterly embracing both sides of ourselves so we can integrate them and use it in our everyday life and just allow things to just flow in easily (laughs) love it love it wait what about your earrings Still doing earrings? Oh, yeah. I'm still doing earrings. I'm actually wearing some right now. I just made these. And I was obsessed. So I was like, I'm just going to keep them for myself. But I have a lot of other ones. I just uh, made some amethyst ones as well. So amethyst is really in right now. I just feel the vibes, that like lavender hue of like relaxation. Mm. So you can look at my earrings too on my website. Again, nikeoria.com. And then for the inner bloomers, I have a gift for you because I'm going to give you a gift and you're going to receive it. Just say it right now. I received this gift. I received this gift. I received this gift. (laughs) Um, You can use cold bloom if you go on my site and you go to the shop area. I have a little exercise for you, which is integrating our femininity with our masculinity and witnessing both because we're going to dive into that next week. And so that's a perfect way to get familiar with them and get prepped to do awesome work yeah i love that thank you so much cool so they go to your it's like is it like a is it like a pdf thing or like a little mini course thing what are they looking it's an audio oh it's an audio i'm gonna go to your website bright purple you're gonna see it again the theme of lavender purple vibes i'm all about coordination and aesthetics Yes, I love it. My wet that's like the theme of my that my wedding color is like lavender. So I'm on the vibe. Um, awesome. Everybody go check out Nike. She's amazing. If you feel called, if you love if you love her, which I'm sure you do, check out everything she's offering. Um, she's doing amazing things. And we will put all of her links, everything she just mentioned, we'll put it all in the show notes. You guys can easily click. Um, and uh, we'll be back. 
next Friday with Nike once again. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for being here and sharing with us. Nike, we love you. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, until next time, keep on blooming, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.